Welcome to Diamond Dreams Miami Up and In. This is episode four. Can't believe it's already been four episodes. Four episodes, huh? It's flying. Armando Alvarez with Mike Quintana as always. No guest today, but we got a lot to talk about. <laughs> a lot to talk about. A lot to talk about. A lot of action, a lot of news. We, we uh, got a great setup today, by the way. Uh, we got a night, night recording. Uh, awesome backyard here. You can check it out on my Instagram story. We just put something up. Um, but the Phillies are up 4-0 right now. We got the big screen right in front of us. I think Bryce Harper went deep again. Yeah, so as uh, as we're recording this, the game three is going on from uh, for the World Series. So obviously by the time you guys hear this, this game will probably be over. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but we're going to talk World Series. We're going to talk a little bit of uh, Diamond Dreams Instructional League uh, T-ball. Mm-hmm. We got the finals this weekend. We also got an upcoming draft. But... I'd be crazy not to mention that this is brought to you by Diamond Dreams Miami Academy. So contact Mike. If you have a little a little one that wants to play. Hey, it's a it's a great a great place to be at. Any beginners? Uh, we offer a super twos and threes program. Daddy and me, mommy and me, uh, baseball practice Fridays at four, and after that we work our groups up from four to six, and then six u seven u eight u nine u ten u. Any beginners out there, intermediate players, hit us up. Find us up on Instagram, Diamond Dreams Miami. Hey, I was um, I was following Diamond Dreams before I even had a, a son, and when Anderson was you know close to being born, I, I remember I contacted Mike. I'm like, Mike, in a couple of years, I'll be taking Anderson to you. <laughs> Plus, it's a few blocks from my house. It's a perfect location. And Diamond Dreams Miami Up and In is also brought to you by Armando Alvarez, PA. That's me. I'm a real I'm a realtor uh, here in Miami. You know, I'm, a, I'm born and raised. I know this place like the back of my hand. So if you want to sell, if you want to buy, if you need some some advice about what your house is worth, contact me. We'll put my information there. Or you could just hit me up on Instagram, uh, Armando Alvarez Realtor. So um, let's, let's start this mic. You know, I want to give a shout out to everybody that's been listening to us. Um, it, it, was, it was awesome. The other day we were playing the semifinals for the Instructional League. My, my son's in the, the green team. And one of the grandmothers for, for JJ comes up to me and she goes, hey, I really like your podcast. Yeah, and I'm like, awesome. awesome. You know, awesome, so awesome, awesome. so people are listening. And, you know, thank you to to all of you. And a big shout out to David Bernat for coming on last week, for spreading the love, spreading the word. And, you know, that was a great episode. And oh. his, his boy got hired today. His boy got hired. Yep. White Talks manager. Today. Who was it finally? Uh, uh, Perifol. Oh, Griffol, Griff. Griffol, Nice, nice guy. Pedro Griffol. Pedro, Pedro Griff. He was uh, worked for the Mariners back when I was a player at FIU. So uh, that's awesome. But I'll tell you what, um, we've had a couple of nice guests. You know, David Bernat, David Espinosa. We have. You know, oh, and speaking of David Espinosa, you know, right now I'm wearing a Benny the Jet Rodriguez Sandlot T-shirt. His costume with his family for Halloween was, was awesome. Perfect. It was awesome. He were, he was squint. <laughs> His wife was uh, Wendy Peppercorn. He he has a, a little puppy who was uh, the Beast. I love it, man. And his boys were, you know, Benny the Jet and I, and I think Smalls. So uh, so big uh, big props for that uh, for that costume. And Swing Kings, people got to go hit there. You know, yeah. people got to go hit there. Uh, they just switched up the decorations from uh, Halloween to Thanksgiving. Nice. And um, you know, people got to get out there at Tamiami Park. Yeah, and, and um, you know, I have Halloween decorations still up here at my house, 
And my son Anderson was was like, hey, you know what? Why can't we put the the Christmas decorations up? I'm like, we still have Thanksgiving. And he's like, yeah, but that's that's boring. I don't like Thanksgiving. I'm uh, like, there's you- already Christmas music going on in my house. It's crazy. oh man, we got Mariah Carey on the horizon <laughs> with All I Want for Christmas. It's gonna be fun. But yeah, let's let's get into it, Mike. You know, we got um, like I said, a lot of exciting news with with Diamond Dreams Miami. But we need to start with the World Series. You know, the the Phillies come out blazing. Game one. Our boy here from Miami, JT Realmuto, comes yep. out with two home runs and just rips Justin Verlander. I mean, just absolutely rips him. He takes the loss. Phillies take advantage. And then game two, the Astros come roaring back. So it's a pretty even series right now, although the Phillies are up, you know, pretty comfortably right now. Yeah. Um, you know, Justin Verlander, real quick. Uh, worst postseason pitcher in the history of the game. I think that's, that's, I think he, it's not Kershaw anymore, you know, but it, it's, it's this, what the statistics are showing, you yep. know, and, and it's funny because it's, it all happens in one inning. It all happens so quick for him, you know, guys, he gets guys with two strikes and boom, he gave up a huge knock to Castellano to extend that inning. And it was over after that. It's just crazy. The guy can't. And can't he started off so nice. I mean, he had, you know, not that he had a no hitter through six innings, but he had a no hitter through, through three, and then you know, second time he faces the yeah. the lineup. Yeah, I, I, you know, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. He just doesn't get any luck or either. You know, no success in the postseason. Um, I think both teams are. are I mean, it ended up being evenly matched. I mean, these games are. You know, last game the Astros came roaring back, but it was a great game. Um, and we'll see. Right now, it's four zero. Let's see what happens by the end of this podcast. No, and look, you know, I, I, I laugh when you were mentioning the names because you mentioned Justin Verlander and Clayton Kershaw. Those are two of the best to ever do it. Probably going to be Hall of Famers. Hall of Famers, for sure. And that just comes to show why baseball is such an awesome sport because you never know. You got to play the game. There's some things that can't be explained. There can, and, and it's, it's a, a constant reminder. And then you have the opposite versions. You have the people who don't have that good of, of seasons but have outstanding postseasons. But it just goes to show you that there is a different nerve factor, pressure factor, emotion factor from a regular season to a postseason. There's the preseason, you feel a certain way, you feel a certain way during your season, and the postseason is a totally different season. You got to get it done in the postseason. Do you remember, I mean, and, and obviously every, every time I say this, I'm like, we're going to age ourselves by saying this, but the Braves in the, in the 90s, they got to the playoffs and they were a pain in the butt. I mean, I was going to mention Mark Lemke, but let me go even further. Remember Francisco Cabrera? Oh, yeah. That guy was a nobody during the regular season, but come playoff time, that guy, he beat the, <laughs> he beat the Pirates. He comes in yeah. the World Series, and he's super clutch. You know, with, with the Yankees, through, through the, you know, their winning seasons, Luis Soho had a game-winning hit one time. Jose Vizcaino another time. You had, you know, Charlie Hayes getting the last out of the, of the World Series. You, you had these un, unsung heroes, Shane Spencer, Guys that, you know, 20 years later, if you're a Fairweather fan, you're not going to remember their names. But then there's guys that are, you know, the Verlanders, the Kershaws, A-Rod, that just struggled mightily in, in the postseason. Aaron Judge this year hitting 063 against the Astros. But that's why you got to play these games. And that's why, to me, once you get into the baseball playoffs, World Series and all that, it, it, to me, it's the best. Best playoffs in, in all the sports. Oh, no, you know, no, absolutely, especially when the, the, you know, the games are, you know, sometimes you watch the Super Bowl and it's, you know, 
35-6. It's happened before, you know. But, you know, th- this series right now, I'm hoping it goes seven. I'm hoping it goes seven. Yep. No, I, I, I do too because these both what teams happens, are – What happens to these players going into the postseason? And what happens on the flip side where guys maybe country club during the season, but then in the postseason they're absolute monsters? Like what – what is the difference maker there? What is the separator? Like, what is it? Man, I all I could think about We're is that it's... We're going to have to get uh, someone on here to talk about we, that. We, we have to. I mean, I, <laughs> the only thing I could think of is, is, is mental, you know, because uh, you can't tell me that you're this Hall of Fame pitcher during the regular season and, and even in, in the series against the Yankees to some degree, Verlander, but then you get to the World Series and, and you get absolutely hammered. And... You know, it, it there there. I, I guess every, there comes a time in the game that it's it's every year. Every year, I mean, Kershaw <laughs> corrected it to some degree, right? Uh, the last couple of times, but and Clayton Kershaw, if you look at any top twenty list of pitchers all time, he appears on all of them. Oh, the guys, the guy was the guy's one of the best that we've seen at least, you know, in our generation. One guy that does hasn't appeared yet because he's you know he's he's younger came from the bullpen now he's a starter doing great is uh, Framber Valdez right and there's a lot of controversy because touching were, that palm a lot going to that touching palm. that palm you know even though they check him and and you know they asked Rob Thompson after the after game two and and he goes look I I saw what you guys saw um, you know I have to I have to think that the umpire's checked and everything's good. But what if it's not good? I mean, yeah. you know, for, for better or worse, the Astros are a team that are already my gal. My you know, God, it's like marked. it's like, you know, when when people are, get typecast as an actor, you know, Adam Sandler does his movies, Jim Carrey did his movies, it's, you know, same style, Chris Farley, whatever, you get typecast. People that do horror films. The horror film for the Astros is that they're cheaters. You know, they they went through probably the biggest cheating scandal we've seen in in baseball. And did uh, they get any type of punishment? <laughs> Barely. Nothing. Uh, you know, their manager got fired, was able to come back. Uh, Joey Cora got, you know, dismissed from the Red Sox. He he, he managed. Beltran's the one that's, like, kind of paying yeah. for it a little bit more, but he might get a managerial job this year. But, I mean, is it, it – I guess it's easy because if you go – I'm a big boxing guy. I've, I've covered boxing a long time. It's, it's probably my number one – boxing and baseball are 1A and 1B for me in, in terms of sports. And, and in boxing, it happens all the time. Every time there's a little controversy, now in this Twitter era, there's always this, this video, oh, this guy did this before he got hit, the fight's fixed, or this happened, or that happened. Is it more like Twitter hysteria, or should they be really looking at Framber Valdez if he comes back and pitches in game six or something? Oh, no, I mean, they got to they gotta be locked in on him. You know, as the manager of their team, you know, may have to get him checked or, or get some live video stream, see what's going on, but, I mean... You know, I mean, it, it, when, I, when I saw it, all those video clips, to me, it was like, wow, that looks pretty obvious. Like, he's doing it like, like out of the cado. Like, there's no way that you can just get away with anything nowadays, you know. So, so I don't know. Maybe, there, maybe it was nothing. Maybe it was a habit. Maybe he was wiping his sweat. I don't, I don't know. Maybe rosin. I, I don't know. But he kind of wasn't really trying to hide anything. You <laughs> kind of know what I mean. So... I don't know. It's interesting. End of the day, you know, he was nasty. One and uh, one. Looking to the average fan out there that maybe didn't play baseball or maybe played baseball but wasn't around some of the tricky stuff, right? When I was at, in high school at, um, at LaSalle and, and played, 
uh, we had a, uh, a coach on the team. He was a pitching coach named Julio Rojo. And Julio Rojo, apparently, you know, from what my uncles have told me and all that, was a legend in Cuba. Like, I won 20-something games. I mean, this is already Castro Cuba, right? So he played in the Cuban League. Uh, but 20-something game winner, that guy was awesome. And he was already, a, you know, a little older once he was my coach at, at LaSalle. And we had a, another coach named Ralph Franco who played at Barry. Big dude. I mean, he would take BP with us and would rack. And then uh, Julio Rojo, sometimes he'd, he'd pitch, and Franco would go up to him, hey, Julio, I'm going to take some cuts. And Julio, I don't know why, like I was like his go-to guy for jokes, for, for everything. And he would tell me, oye, mandito, mira lo que voy a hacer. Dude, the guy starts like, he starts wiping his forehead, like licks his fingers, but like licks them good and grabs the ball and just starts throwing stuff to Coach Franco that he just couldn't hit. He made him look stupid. Oh, wow. So once we're in the dugout, I tell him, Julio, que hiciste? Like, what did you do? So he shows me, you know, okay, te quita el sudor de la, de la, de la frente. You know, you take your sweat from your, from your forehead. Te pasa los dedos por la lengua. You lick your fingers. La agarra como si fuera tirar una recta. Grab it like you're going to throw a fastball, but with three fingers instead of two, and just let it ride. Dude, that thing went like a fastball, but without movement. So it was like a knuckle fastball. It was like the craziest stuff I had seen. Wild. So, you know. Tricks, I, tricks, I, tricks. I would, I would start trying it, you know, <laughs> like just messing around. I mean, I wasn't a pitcher, but uh, it goes to show that just any little – Anything. thing that you do to the baseball could Anything. alter it so much that gives you this huge advantage. That's why they get rid of so many balls during games. Like, I need a little foul ball. I need a little ball that gets picked at home play. Like, the catcher doesn't even give it back to the umpire anymore. Like, the catcher just picks it, lifts it, and just tosses it directly into the dugout. <laughs> you know, and for, and for those that never saw Gaylord Perry pitch, I mean, I didn't see him in, in my lifetime because he was older, but look up videos of him. The guy would, would wipe some Vaseline on his fingers, and look how that ball moved. It, it, was, it was ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Yeah, nasty. So the other thing we talked about last week, Mike, and I was so adamant about, and and we yelled and we screamed, and was Aaron Boone. You know, we we had the nice little graphic, who's the next manager of the yeah. Yankees, <laughs> and Hal Steinbrenner comes out and says, hey, Aaron Boone's my guy. And Cashman, too. We're going to retain him, right? I mean, Cashman's a free agent. He Maybe he walks away. I, at this point, I don't think so, so... For better or worse, man, <laughs> Cashman and Boone are going to be back. I... Is Boone a free agent? No. Last year they signed him for like three years. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. They can just get rid of him. Um, I'm more concerned about what's going to happen with Aaron Judge. Absolutely. But th- it's that this plays a, a big part. You know, because maybe Aaron Judge doesn't come out and say, I hate the, the way Boone manages, but maybe in the back of his mind. Exactly. That could be something that affects him signing. Absolutely, 150%. And that's going to be interesting to see how this unfolds. But, yeah, I read that same thing. I saw it, um, you know, Boone and Cashman, are, they plan on both of them being retained. So, well, 13 years, you said it was, Armando? 13 years since they haven't been uh, in the World Series? Two, 2009. Come on. 2009. You can't and be it, the richest. You, know, you can't be the richest and, and not have at least And like I said success. last week, you're, you're not the Minnesota you know? Twins. Yeah. You're not the Oakland A's. You're not... The Florida Marlins, you're, or the Miami Marlins, sorry. You are the New York Yankees. So the Rays have been in the World Series in the last 13 years more than the Yankees. And the Phillies, 09 and, and, and 2022. You know, yeah, I, I mean, mean, they started spending hard, you know, when they got Harper, but 
I mean, <laughs> yeah, and the last people that beat the Phillies in the World Series were were the Yankees. But you know, I I grew up I grew up with George Steinbrenner, and George Steinbrenner wasn't afraid to to sign the checks. No, he wasn't. And and bring in people and fire people. You know, when ruffle, I was growing up, it was feathers. like. Penella, then Billy Martin, then Penella again, yeah. then Dallas Green, then Penella again, then you know. And, and he was ruffling feathers all the time. You know what I mean? He knew what he was doing. But he he wanted to win. He wanted. To he win. loved to win. Loved and to they win. and they were playing that. It's a quote from an interview that he has. I think it was like on sixty minutes or something, and it's comparing Hal Steinbrenner what he said the other day compared to what his dad. You know, and he's like, I don't like being a loser. That's not. Yeah. You know, he, he said if you lose, if you don't win at all, you're a loser. Right. Right. And you know maybe that's not the not a mentality to teach kids in in an academy, but you know it, it's when you're in the big leagues, you spend to win, you manage to win, you own a team to win, you don't go and you know become the biggest team in all the sports, and say, oh no, we're content with winning the AL East. No man, yeah. no. I, I I don't know if Hal has has done a good or even a good enough job. Trying to keep that competitive win, you have to win, you must win. It's World Series or bust, or who are we firing? Who are? I think it's more of a businessman now. It's, exactly. It's it's more of a businessman. Hands off. Hands off, and and that that's a big difference. And I'll tell you what, um, George was a win- winner, yep. obviously. You know. Maybe Boone, you know, like Ivy Ng, he's a not, yeah. he's a guy that he wants to have some wine with. He's cool. He likes his family. I mean, how but, many how many more years they're gonna have him live off that home run he hit? Huge home run, huge, huge postseason home run. But the guy's not winning. He's not getting it done when he's got to get it done. You can keep winning your division, you keep doing all those things, that's fine. But you're not getting it done when you got to get it done. So yeah, so the big, so like you said, Mike, the the big question is, does Aaron Judge stay at this point? That's mo- way more important than than Aaron Boone. Okay, Aaron Boone stays, Cashman stays. You got to resign Judge. You're of the opinion that he's probably going to walk. There was a, a funny thing that you, you, you sent me on on Instagram, somebody talking about, oh, if I were him getting booed, I'll, I'll go to the Mets. Listen, you know, I don't, I don't think Aaron Judge is a big fan of Timmy Trumpet, so I don't yeah. think he'll go to the Mets. But I do think San Francisco's in play. I, you know, I, I think San Francisco's in play. Obviously, everybody wants to play in New York, and that'd be a layup for him. But, you know, to me... It's got to be in the back of his mind the way he was treated in the playoffs, you know. And there's 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 something there's some small intuition if I have any that's telling me that the Yankees are going to learn on this one. They're I, I think they're going to learn on this one because I'll tell you what this guy hit what sixty sixty two sixty two, and if he doesn't sign with them, that's going to be the the biggest. Like it's going to be. The, the biggest papelazo. It would be a papelazo. And, and, and I'll tell you what, um, I'm not sure, again, like I said, I think on the first or second podcast, the way Aaron Judge was walking back to the, the dugout, the way his body language, the disappointment that I, he didn't want to look at the fans, he was always looking away. Um, you know, for him to put himself in that situation intentionally with a long-term contract for the next 10 years... This guy can play anywhere he wants. This guy's a superstar. He's a superstar. He can go anywhere he wants. And to me, 
I, I just I, I don't think he's going back to New York, guys. Man, I if really he go, don't. Could, I don't. You, could you imagine he goes to? And I don't to, think he's gonna have the biggest contract. He may make more per year, but longevity of the deal, I, I don't I don't think it's gonna happen either. You know, at thirty one, let's see how many years he signs yeah. for. But could you imagine him playing for San Fran after playing for the Yankees, breaking Roger Maris's record? Now you're chasing Bonds in, that's <laughs> in San interesting. Francisco. Yeah, that that that's interesting move right there. But he's home. Yeah, as a Yankee fan, I, I hope he signs. I hope they, they sign maybe another pitcher or trade for one. And, you know, you got to bring up the young bucks. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at, at Jeremy Pena in the World Series, you know, stud in the ALCS. Meanwhile, the Yankees have Anthony Volpe sitting there in the minor leagues, and it's like, when the heck are you going to bring him up? Jason Dominguez, oh, you know, he's 19, 20 years old. I remember Andrew Jones hitting home runs in the World Series at yeah. 18, and I'm not yeah. trying to compare apples to apples yeah. or apples to oranges, but, you know, at some point you got to give the, the young guys their chance, and that's how the Yankees started winning when they right. brought up Jeter and Pettit and, and you know, the, the Mariano, Mariano, and you gave, yeah. you gave them a shot. So let's see what happens next year, man. I'm, yeah, know, going I'm, out and signing Josh Donaldson is not yeah. your solution to win a World Series right, right now. He's not the MVP player he was. Yeah, they're, close. their moves have been suspect. Look, I like Anthony Rizzo. Great defensive first baseman. Brought some energy. Josh Donaldson, no. no. That's that's no. that's not it. Not the guy. Hey, but Jose Trevino at catcher, he just won a gold glove today, yeah. so congratulations to him. So hopefully hopefully they keep him for, for many years. Um, another big story this week, um, they're, they're already talking about the Oakland A's following the Raiders to Las Vegas. Yep. And, you know, Diamond Dreams, the Athletics, the green and the gold. The green and the gold. And we, we grew up, you know, Cuban, Cuban Americans in Miami were either Yankee fans or Oakland A's fans. Yep. Because you like the Yankees, and then we also like Cansego. Oh, yeah, big time. Loved Jose Cansego. It's funny. I, I, I don't know if it was true or not, but it was something on, I think, Instagram I saw that said uh, it was a picture of Cansego and a picture of Judge. And Cansego said, Hey, Aaron, I can still hit a softball farther than you can hit a baseball. Call me up. We can try it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, um, we might have to go to Vegas. You know, the cool thing is, the cool thing is that I did reserve for the Academy the June, I think it's June 5th next year, in the, uh, 2023. It's a Sunday game, I believe, against Oakland. I reserved that day, the post-game festivities on the field with the Academy. So that's an exciting event. And we'll reach out to Oakland and see if we can uh, do something. Oh, that'll be that'll be awesome! And you know, you you have the kids there in in, in uniform. Yeah, absolutely. You know the green and the gold, and and Mike. Funny enough, that's the final for the for season thirteen of the of the T-ball instructional league. You got the green team. My son Anderson plays on the green team. My my nephew AJ, my godson AJ, uh, plays on on the team as well. Benjamin, who's the son of a good friend of mine, Bibi Perez Rora. And we're playing the gold team, man. And the gold team, they're 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 a good one. They're they're really good. They're really good, actually. <laughs> they got some good players. They do. They um, do. You know, we they got sure do. They're well coached. Pepe, Pepe his well son, coached. Jam, you know. Yeah. Um, they're they're really yeah. you know, they they've been our biggest competitor this year. They're we're we're one and two against them. And you know, let, let's see what happens on, on Saturday. You know, we, we had a scrimmage against them today, and we got, you know, we got some practice in, and, and I'm the Joe Torre of the, of the green team. So, well, you know, I'm already thinking thinking of Saturday. Yeah, and, you know, let me give you some numbers here. So the gold <laughs> team was eight wins, one loss, one tie, 174 runs scored, 128 allowed. So they're a plus 46. I'm going to give you some interesting facts here. The green team, 7-3-0, 145 runs scored, but 
you both gave up in ten games the same amount of runs, 128. Wow. And that that that's that's interesting. Okay. So to me, the the championship game is even because runs scored. Uh, you can have an average, but you've had games where you scored two, you had three. You've had games where you scored twenty. But the defense, it's interesting. You're giving up the same amount. And then I think they beat you the first time, 20 to 9. They beat you guys this uh, gold beat the green 20 to 9. Gold beat the green again 14 to 8. But then the last time you guys played, the green beat the gold 20 to 16. So there's some interesting little things here that I think the championship game is going to be awesome. Yeah, and for that awesome. for that green awesome. for that awesome. green team win, uh, I was in Mexico with my wife Anna. So I was like, I remember being there, texting my brother and Bibi. And oh, you I, weren't there. That's right. I wasn't there. You were, so, you were out. so when we won, when we won last week, I told them joking around. I'm like, "Hey, I already booked my flight back to Cancun <laughs> with Hannah, so we could win this." Uh, I'm gonna tell you what game. though: the third and fourth place game, black versus white, it's gonna be a great game. It's gonna be All a right. great game. The white team, uh, three six and one, 158 runs scored, 160 allowed, minus two, and then the black team, one nine and zero, oh, 113 scored, 181 allowed, minus 68, but. That black team went into the last inning against the gold team, 15-13. Yeah. They, like the they, top of the fourth beat. inning, it was 15-13 gold. So it wasn't, you know, I'm gonna, interesting to see, you know, if, how that black and white white team, uh, that game's going to go. It's going to be a good game. I'm excited for both games this weekend. Looking forward to finishing the season and getting ready for the next one. Yeah, no, and that, that, that black and white game is going to be good. You know, the the black team, they, they beat us, and they played us tough That's the last right. time yep. we yep. we Did played 3-2. to, to two. You? But, you know, it, it goes to show, man, that what, what, they, what they've been learning in the academy, you know, you went from these, like, high-scoring games, just runs and runs and runs, and now they're getting outs. Now they're getting three outs. You know, today in the scrimmage, there was no three outs. We were getting, you know, through through the lineup. But my, my nephew, AJ, got the third out one inning, and he sprinted to the dugout, like, saying, like, you yeah. know, and everybody was like, oh, you there know, you he, he's getting, getting it. it. And, you know, it. and it and that that's what that's what it's all about. You know, you, you see the, the improvement, and, and you've seen these kids grow and, and just become, like, there's a couple of kids that are just playing awesome. And, you know, from, from my team, I want to give props to, to all of them. Uh, but Mar Marcus Diego had a home run. The other day, yeah, he's playing well, huh? Yeah, and and that was like the first home run we've yeah. hit in the season. And you guys had some big. I think you had uh, your first time around the lineup and your second time around the lineup. I think Marcus and Noah Hito yeah. back to back to the to oh the yeah, both times. that's the, that the, nice. the the Bash brothers right yeah, there. Yeah, they're swinging the bat well. They're swinging the bat well. So I'll tell you what, I'm super excited for this weekend. Uh, super excited uh, bringing it to a close. I think uh, the teams have played well. The kids have improved tremendously. Parents have behaved well. Uh, a lot of people have come into the games, man. The game was yeah, that last game was bonkers. Game was, was packed. And and thi this game, I mean, I, I already have uh, from from the gold from the gold team. Um, there's Caesar and his son Caesar. So Caesar's twin brother Marcel right. is Anderson's best friend's dad, right. oh, Lucas. So Lucas is gonna go to the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and, gonna be a and, packed house. And yesterday he's Anderson's telling Lucas like, "Hey, Lucas, I know you're going to the game to see your cousin, but you, you got to cheer for the green team." It's, yeah. It's so awesome. uh, there'll, there'll be a little bit of. Uh, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. <laughs> it'll be fun. Then we'll turn the temperature down a little bit. <laughs> we'll bring it back just to practice for a so, while, and then we'll get ready for next season. So, Mike, you're you, you were talking to me talking to me about next season. You know, this is my first year with the with the league, and you started talking to me about 
Back in the draft. Back in the draft. And, 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 and that back. excites me because I, I like drafts. It's exciting. It's a different way of doing things. We've, we've done uh, about three or four seasons um, of them like this. Basically, what we're going to do is we're going to get the four uh, head coaches that we select. Um, they're going to come out to evaluation day. They're going to have their chair. They're going to do their own evaluations. They're going to do their own uh, ratings. And then basically, once the evaluation day is done, we're going to come. We're going to do it live here on the podcast, and we're going to have a draft. Each coach is going to be able to protect one player. And then after that, um, uh, uh, players will be given a rating and put in groups, and then you'll start drafting your own team. So uh, we've done it in the past. It's been really good. So you got to get stuck in between. I want to have my friend with me, but this kid's here is pretty good. So <laughs> it's interesting to see how the coaches pick. And, and you know, this season, uh, Coach Joshua was the one who had made the teams for this season. He did a pretty good job. I think he did a solid job. Um, but next season, it's interesting because well, the head coach is going to do it. So let's see what route you know, they're going to take. So we're excited <laughs> for that. We'll open up registration for that in two weeks. And, um, and we'll be ready to go. I think it's already posted. Maybe January 20, 23rd is opening day, and we're, we're good to go. I got to keep my son. Oh, no, that's an automatic. <laughs> you got to keep one more. <laughs> oh, so one oh, more. You're gonna have, oh, you're going to have okay. some tough choices there to make. There, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, because I, I have a godson on oh, the team as well. Man. So uh, we'll, we'll see. So, um, no, I'm, I'm excited about that, you know, because I'm – I'm, for for drafts, I'm I'm a nerd. I'm a nerd, and and you know, I'm a big NFL fan, big Dolphins fan, and every year around draft time, I start doing these mock drafts, like months months before, and I'm sending them to friends, and I'm like, what do you think, you know, and and it's like probably the nerdiest stuff I I, I do. Awesome. Period. You go through like these seven rounds, and you're like, oh, because the Dolphins, you know, running back and this and that, <laughs> but thankfully, we're getting to the point that the Dolphins' needs aren't that much anymore we we have a quarterback we have Tua we have two stud wide receivers who have more receiving yards combined than a lot of teams in the NFL all team a team and they have the most combined yards of any duo through what do they have eight games in the history of the NFL Tyreek Hill is on pace to break Cheetah. <laughs> the cheetah he's on pace, on pace to break megatron's record for for yards in a season and just today they traded for bradley chubb from the denver broncos to play defense a a, a, a much needed pass rusher so mike we said we were going to talk a little bit of dolphins because you know we're yes we're, we talk baseball but we're here in miami we love our dolphins we, we love, love our, our dolphins. heat but we needed to talk some dolphins and the dolphins right now today all these guys have been naysayers in the past all of a sudden, they're singing a way different tune. Today, three or four people said the Dolphins right now are Super Bowl contenders. Side note, Philadelphia 6-0. Wow. Just uh, Schwarber went and deep. And it looked like... Sh yeah. Talk, um, talk about... And we'll, I'll get back to Schwarber in a second. Talk, talk about a guy that I, I've been wanting for the Yankees for a few years. But, you know, Hal Steinbrenner has other priorities with yeah, Cashman. Of course. But, yes. Listen, uh, so going back to Tua and the Dolphins. Talk about how important having a quarterback is, huh? Because without Tua there, we were lost. Yep. We couldn't do nothing. We couldn't advance the ball. We could do nothing. You know, like I always say, the person who touches the ball the most has to be the best player out there. Yep. And, um, you know, Waddle, Cheetah. Cheetah's sharp, man. These guys man, can play. So let's see. I mean, you know, Dolphins making moves. I'm excited. We need this. We need this it. Miami needs this. Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, the fans. The city, we need this. Like, we need to get there. We need to. The closest I remember being was in 93. We played the Buffalo Bills in the AFC Championship and lost. 
the Bills ended up getting slaughtered by by the Dallas Cowboys. And then there was the year that they lost to the San Diego Chargers that I thought they were going to go to the Super Bowl. Chargers win. They go instead, and they get destroyed by the 49ers. Yeah. But other than that, yeah. they haven't been to a Super Bowl since 1984. Yeah. We need this. We need this. It's time. We need it. The fans need it. Um, you know, this coach ends up being a pretty good guy, right? Guys are doing a good I, job. I seems love like him. He's squeezing, you know, seems I, like I, he's squeezing him good and getting the juice out. That's I love Mike need. McDaniel. You know, yeah. you you uh, for for whatever you think that that happened with Flores, right? That's that's another topic. But you could all agree that that Tua Tungavailoa is a different guy with Mike McDaniel as head coach. Yep. Mike McDaniel came with a whole new attitude. It's like I'm, you're my guy. I believe in you, and we're gonna win games, and we're gonna bring you. Possibly the best wide receiver in all of football, so you could play with. And they did. And they did. Yeah. And then, on top of that, you're his offensive coordinator too. These plays are designed for 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 Tua. It's no mistake that you know he last week he threw over eighty percent completed completions, eighty percent completions in, in the game, three hundred wow. something yards, three wow. touchdowns. You know, he designed an offense for for Tua, and. Wow, another and homer. the Phillies just hit another home run. <laughs> My God, they're letting they're letting McCullers wear it, huh? They giving up seven. <laughs> and it was Hoskins who, aside from some home runs, hasn't oh hit much. God. But just, but he's hitting I, I home guess, runs. I guess they've given up on this game, and they're gonna try to rely on their offense. But they're gonna leave this guy out there and uh, and save maybe their pen for another day. I know it's easy to say this now, right? But I kind of think the Phillies <laughs> are gonna win this. Don't count oh, out the man. Astros, These but good, but man. man. But yeah, going back to Tua really quick before we wrap up, you know, it, it's it's all about confidence, man. And you know, and there's some guys that you know, like I, I was telling my brother who who's who's been like a a Tua um, critic, right? For for better you know terms, right? Uh, in the in the last couple of years, and I kept on mentioning to him, Albert, I watched every single Tua game his last two years at Alabama. Tua is good. Like, he's really good. You just need to, like, build a, a team around him. And he may not be the guy that's going to throw, oh, you don't need to throw 80 yards down the field. Look at Justin Herbert. Everybody last year over just, oh, bro, the Dolphins should have drafted Justin Herbert. Oh, Tremendo Orazo. What, what's Justin Herbert doing this year? He has a losing record. He has a losing record in his career as a starting quarterback. It matters if you win games. Tua, as a starter, if you take away the concussion game, is 11-1. and one. 11 and 1 or 12 and 1. Like you said, he he went down that game. They lost that game. They lost to the Jets. They lost to the Vikings. He comes back. They start winning again. What exactly. a coincidence. Yeah, what a coincidence. The guy's a difference maker. A difference maker. And again, you know, if you in my opinion, if you're the quarterback, you gotta be the biggest leader on the field and you gotta be the best player on the field. You touch the ball more than anybody, you gotta be the best guy out there. Yep. And Mike, this has been fun. Awesome. Um, night, 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 uh, night recording. I Had a great like this time. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Next time, maybe we'll do it another night. Get a little bit of Magic City Pizza. Yeah, Magic City Pizza. We're going to get them out here today, but they don't open <laughs> on Tuesday. So we'll get it for another day, but we're looking forward to that. Mike has some some vinito. Oh, yeah, and the music. How about the music? Let's talk about the music and the real music, quick. We, 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 have, we're, we have something in the works. Okay. We're, we're going to get some right, cool music some... in the works. And I would have been sharing a, a glass of wine, except... I had surgery last last week. You know, I'm feeling better, right? I'm feeling better. I'm feeling better. I went to all the games. I went to the practices. Uh, getting here better. We are. And here we are. Here we are. <laughs> Next Tuesday, we're doing it again, right? Yep. 
But guys, keep listening, spread the word, tell your friends, have your, their friends tell their friends, and, and so on and so on. And to people that are friends of ours that are, you know, sharing the love, thank you. And to people in the academy, if you listen and you have some something to say, hey, let us know. Let us know. If you want to come on, let us know. We'll be back to having guests next week. Love you guys. Ace Talk up. to you next week. See ya.